You're listening to the Love Your Neighbor Podcast. Well, hey, welcome to the Love Your Neighbor Podcast. Uh, It's great to have you with us. Thanks for joining us. We get to have the privilege of a very, very special guest today, uh, someone who I've gotten to know a little bit, and I'm, I'm really looking forward for you getting to know her her story a little bit, but we're going to welcome Amanda Barton. Amanda, welcome to the Lynx Love Your Neighbor podcast. Thanks, John. I'm very glad to be here and yeah, be part of the Brandon community. Yeah, yeah. We're uh, we're really I, this this whole idea of being a podcast is because we we live at Brandon. We all we all share space. We share school. We share resources. We you know go to some of the same places, but and a lot of times I don't know. I mean. I'm assuming your life's quite a bit like mine. There's there's other things going on that keep us. Uh, so we're just kind of slowing it down a little bit. And and uh, for those of us joining, really the idea is to to kind of get to know some of your neighbors. And uh, I've had the privilege of getting to know you just a little bit over the years. I think I think the first time actually was we were doing a vacation Bible school somewhere. Yeah, yep. Valley Springs. Uh, Valley Springs. Yep. And that's a. I I just remember that. I, I remember. Wow, that's cool. We had we had we had a good time. That was a beautiful. Beautiful uh, time, and that's still going on. And last this even this last year, there's like yeah. almost twenty years now. Uh, just a cool thing in Valley. Um, so I remember me, but I but we've got, had a chance over the last couple of years to kind of get to know each other and a few other uh, deals, a few other related issues. And so, um, just tell Amanda, tell those that maybe don't know you, um, kind of how long you've been in Brandon, how you got to be in Brandon, where you were before you were in Brandon. You know, kind of where where have you been all of our life? Sure, yeah. Year? Yeah, so we moved to Brandon in 2006, and we lived just southeast of town. And uh, we've always kind of lived in rural areas, so we kind of like the, the nature side of it. And um, before that, we were in Laverne. So I'm married. My husband, Joe, we have four sons. Uh, 17 through 23 are their ages. So, um, so yeah, so we raised them most of their lives in the Brandon yeah. community, okay. and it's been great, and we've loved it. We love the size of the community. Um, before moving to Brandon, we were in Minnesota, and we really wanted to, um, as private business owners, tax factors, big deal, property sure. taxes. And so that kind of drove us to look, let's see what's six miles across the border in <laughs> okay. South Dakota. And so sure. we looked at some different options and really um, the place we found, really God led us to it. And it was pretty incredible. It was more than we were looking for, but at the same time, we knew the Brandon community was a pretty conservative, family-based community that was important to us. Um, we toured Valley Springs Elementary, talked with Dr. Siepel there, and uh, really got a good feel for the school district. And we just, we knew that would be a good spot for us. And so it's where we landed, and we've been there 15 years now, 16. Yeah. 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 That's cool. The uh, the moving from, from Minnesota, so I grew up in North Dakota, so I... I, I've I've felt so welcomed. You know, we've only lived in Brandon for six years, but just feeling that that welcome has been good for us um, with with the school district. Your business. I mean, you can you talk a little bit about your family business. I mean, it, it's not necessarily like if I understand, and I don't totally understand it, but 
you're, you're, it's more than just in, in Brandon, Sioux Falls. I mean, it's kind of a national Right, scope. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, we started, oh, well, it was about 2002 when I quit working full-time to stay home with the boys, and Joe was looking at different business opportunities. He was a CPA at the time, and he was selling whatever we didn't need on eBay, old college textbooks, whatever. And so eBay kind of introduced us to online marketing. It was still pretty new back okay. then. And um, and then through that, he discovered eBooks and online publishing. And so okay. he developed a business around that. And just step by step, little by little over the years, it's grown to where it's now. Um, he has a supplement line. And uh, our sons are actually working in the business, which is kind of fun. Nothing yeah. we ever planned, but it works that way. But yeah, his team is all over the U.S. He has um, a guy in Israel that, that works with him, a lot of different wow. consultants. So it's all home-based, you yeah. know, Zoom, Skype. I don't even know all the platforms that yeah. they use a lot. But um, I'm not too involved in it okay. and, in a day-to-day -day basis, but... Yeah, it's all part of the family. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. It's amazing to see that you know how how you know business you know grows and and, and how it how it develops and in the last twenty years to watch that that yeah. grow and and you know for you to be I I because having known you guys for as long you know the years that I have I mean just how grounded you are here you know you guys are involved in things church yeah. community school community activities. You're so you're so engaged that um, I, I know you're 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 certainly a blessing to the community. Um, you you have some passions too. Talk a little bit about your passions. Yeah, so living with intention is always important to us, and um, you know, just raising our kids, being involved in the school, whether it was with PTA, uh, booster clubs, different activities they wanted to try. Brandon is a great place to try so many things. Um, you know, of course, it's nice being close to Sioux Falls. You have the big city nearby, but you can kind of fly under the radar living in a smaller community. And so we've really appreciated that. And uh, we love the parks. Um, nature is one of my favorite things. So with the Big Sioux Rec or the Beaver Creek nature area, those are, are some of our favorite things to do. Um, just to spend time in the outdoors. But yeah, through different experiences, um, meeting different people in Brandon, uh, we got involved in the foster care community. And so um, through that, we started a Royal Family Kids Camp chapter, uh, the first one in South Dakota, and it was based out of Brandon. And now there's three in South Dakota, which is super fun. And we've seen um, one in Iowa develop, one in Southwest Minnesota develop as a result of ours. But um, yeah, so Royal Family Kids has been a great opportunity to um, just make a big impact in the lives of kids in foster care, foster families, and really the volunteers that give us their time for it. It's all volunteer-based. And so to see how our volunteers, um, how their experience impacts how they move forward and live from there is just really cool. Yeah, I had the privilege this summer of, of for the first time volunteering, and yeah. uh, I'm excited for what that looks like going forward. Because you're you're right. I mean, the opportunity to to give of yourself to others, kids, oh, yeah. especially young kids. I mean, uh, I mean, I'm not sure how much I was able to give, but it was so fun to see those kids just having fun. You know? Oh, absolutely. And we did the Olympic. We did the Olympics, and it was so fun to see kids competing, but yet still having fun and. Um, I, I'm really grateful. I, I didn't have any idea, really. I'd heard the of that 
organization, you know, yeah. and I knew that you were involved, but to see it happen was so cool. And if, if, if someone is interested in, in getting to know more about Royal Family Kids, I mean, how do they do that? Do they sure. reach out to the, is there a church or is there an organization they reach out to? Yep. Um, easiest way, go on social media, Facebook, Instagram, okay. look up Royal Family Kids Sioux Empire. That'll take okay. you to our pages. We have a website. It's called For the Children Sioux Empire, so um, .org. But uh, yeah, either any of those platforms, just search up Royal Family Kids Sioux Empire and Google okay. it. It'll, gotcha. it'll come okay. out. But yeah, volunteers give a week of their summer um, to come spend that full week investing in the lives of kids. And then we have volunteers like you came out for the Olympics yeah. who come just for a night event or help with registration or help with training. And um, there's all sorts of ways to get involved. But yeah, your life is changed just yeah. by being being there for an hour, it's a dramatic impact. And, and you don't, and, and I was having been a part of, you know, ministry and volunteer opportunities. A lot of times you're there and you're like overwhelmed, but you guys, I mean, spend hours training and preparing, coaching the volunteers so that they're not unprepared. Exactly. Yeah. It's a rigorous process. I mean, our volunteers have to submit an application. We do background checks. We do interviews. We check all their references. Um, so it's it's pretty intense. And then each volunteer who's there for the full week uh, goes through 12 hours of training. Um, that's one of the things that the state loves about our program because we actually help equip people. We've had foster parents come to our training and say, I feel like I got more education at your training than I did through my foster care classes. So um, really, I think it's, it's a great opportunity for teachers to come and, and just get a, a great up-close view of life with these kids and, and what their real challenges are. Yeah. Well, thank you for yeah. what you're doing. I the, the impact sometimes of the things that, that we do sometimes doesn't ever, you know, you don't realize it. But yeah. I'm uh, just hearing some of the stories and, and, and even one of the volunteers was someone that, uh, who was a kid that had been at camp and then comes back then to volunteer. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, that's just a really powerful thank you for for taking that, you know, leap of courage and jumping out there and doing that. Yeah, it's, pretty it's, cool. it's awesome. It's awesome to be a yeah. part of. Yeah. yeah. What uh, what so so since living in the Brandon community, raising four four boys yep. in the Brandon community. I mean, there's lots of parents listening to this. There's lots of you know maybe future parents listening. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe even there might even be some some kids listening. You know, like what would you say? What have you learned about from being in Brandon? What are some positive things you've learned about being a member of this community that you could share or pass on? Yeah. So, you know, having raised four kids in the same household, yet they all have very different interests and they're all very unique. Um, and so it's great that the Brandon community offers a lot of opportunity to our kids. Uh, my admonition to younger parents would be don't get them involved in so many things. Um, <laughs> really, family, taking a step back, spending time together, just whether it's in your home or at a park, like it's not all about doing, doing, doing. And it's really, um, you know, whether it's sitting down, having a conversation, playing a game, doing those things. But at the same time, those opportunities are neat. Kids want to be active. So it's a great yeah. community for your kids to get out and try some of those things. But like in anything in life, it's it's balance and yeah. it's a balancing act. But um, yeah, I think it's a great community that parents are um, involved in their kids' activities. I know um, 
you know, there's pros and cons to all sorts of different things. But, you know, I've, I've heard conversations about, well, why doesn't our rec program do more of these things? And it's like, well, because when they're done as associations or whatever, it encourages parents to step up and get involved with it, which is really a huge side benefit because the more that we can invest as individuals in our kids instead of paying someone else to do it, the stronger we are as a family, as a community. Uh, you, you mentioned like PTA. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we first moved here, I asked some of the teachers and uh, administrators and brands like, what can we do? You know, right. how can we help? And they're like, you know, don't overthink it. Just get involved in your PTA. Yeah. Get involved at, you know, at, at Robert Bennett's, get involved at, at Fred Asim, get involved in the school, see how you can help the teachers, see how you can, you know, I've been able to mentor, you know, right. students. And I think when we really, we try not to overcomplicate it, just yep. give time and reinvest back in, in the schools is seen a lot of benefits and, um, uh, you know. Yeah, I think as parents too, like we have to take it upon ourselves there's tons of influences out there for our kids, right? What are kids going to be influenced by? And do we want our kids to be the influencers or to be the influence, right? right. And there's all sorts right. of personality types. Some kids are are more inclined to leadership. Some are less inclined to that, and they have strengths in other ways. But I think as parents, we set the stage for our kids, and, and we help guide them in how they're influencing, who they're influencing, to bring in their peers to spend time with their peers when they're young so that when they're older, it's not awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Um, you, you had kind of a, you dream in it and we're, and we're really just kind of getting to know your story. Yeah. You've had a dream of, of, of a community wellness center, uh, of kind of being a community. You were a part of something called Empower Brandon. I know yep. we've had a number of talks. What, when you think about community yeah. and, and the idea of being together, that's that's important to you. What do you see for the community of Brandon? How as we move forward over maybe the next 20 years, right. what do you see as ways for that community to continue to grow? As, as we grow numerically, how do we grow together and deeper more in relationship? What do you see for that? Yeah, you know, it's about intentionality. Again, I think, you know, the whole COVID reality kind of showed us the importance of family and connection, um, but that looks different for everybody, right? Yeah. Everybody has different resources. You know, we've lived in, I grew up in Laverne, so a small town community, um, went to college up in Duluth, which is a larger community, and then um, we lived in Sioux Falls for a bit. And so, you know, those different sizes of communities, community means different things, right? right. Ultimately, to me, community is common unity, like coming around something together, whether that's where you live, whether it's a group that you're part of, like you have something in common. It doesn't mean uniformity, right? Like everyone's going to bring something to the table. We're all unique. We're all different. We've got lots of diversity, but in that diversity, we can be unified. So for us personally, when we moved to Brandon, it was hard to develop community. You know, we... um, We were uh, in the Valley Springs District, so we loved the school. Our kids went to school there. We were very involved, and that was a great experience. But it was hard to feel like there was somewhere to go in Brandon. And so one of the first calls I made was down to City Hall, and I'm just like, so, yeah, what's the economic development plan? What's the the urban development plan? And I really didn't get one, and and, um, 
and that really broke my heart. And so it's something that um, I thought about a lot. I prayed into about, um, you know, I love wellness. I love health. I love recreation. And so um, community center, you know, my kids were young. So, you know, pools were attractive at that point in time. And so I was like, well, what could there be? And I'd toss ideas around and, you know, brainstorm some things, talk to my husband about it. And, you know, it's like, well, you know, it's, it's, it can't just be you, right? It's going to be a team. Yeah. And so, um, so we found different networks to meet those needs, whether, you know, was through Avera in Sioux Falls, Avera um, Fitness Center was a great place for us, um, the pools in the summer, other recreational op- opportunities. But really, until our kids got to middle school, we really didn't feel strongly connected with the Brandon community as a whole. We went to church in Brandon, you know, um, probably about that same age we started going to church in Brandon. And, um, but middle school was when, yeah, the world kind of brought in. So I was like, how do like older people, what do they do? If they don't have kids in school, what do they do for community? You know, the VFW is kind of a meeting place, but, um, but what is there? So yeah, I've always had that, that longing for connection, and then after working with foster care, um, kids in foster care, and just some after-school clubs, um, I'm like, yeah, like for kids to have exposure. Like we used to love the outdoor campus Sprouts yeah. program. If you oh, ever sure. did that, yep. which was awesome, I'm like, oh, how do you get something like that going? Or even community ed in Sioux Falls, right? Brandon has a few things, but. It's mostly just driver's ed. So um, so I've had a desire for that. I think um, I, I enjoy bringing people together and kind of being in the background of event yeah. planning and that kind of thing. So I would like to see, yeah, something like that happen. And I know through the Empower Brandon process that did come out of those meetings of um, a community center, a senior center, a rec center, um, just building the concept of community, right? Yeah, like whether that's right. through, um, you know, we have like uh, the Optimist Club, the Brandon Edge, right? And they put on different events, but really like the only ongoing community event in Brandon has maybe been the Loyalty Day parades. Yeah, Like right. the Christmas parade has been great. And I think yeah. we can build around that. Um, but it really, again, it takes intention. It takes a group of people to come together and say, okay, how do we make this happen? Yeah, having that place, I, I have appreciated um, the just the spirit of um, our friends uh, Cindy Green mm-hmm. over at uh, Circuit. Yes, you know, pre COVID, I mean, she was doing those that uh, the the mud races yes. and the yes. you know just that constant you know her having that desire mm-hmm. as well, and I I see that you know in Brandon because you know being part of the Loyalty Day Parade. I'd love to capture more of that yes. in the, you know, between those times, yeah. you know, in the summer, obviously the pool is, is great. We have a great, great golf courses, great sports programs, but you know, you, you think about those, uh, the everybody and being together. And, and I, we've talked about this and I, I'm, you know, you and I both know that it takes, it takes action. It takes some courage. And so, um, I, I think we're going to have you, we got to kind of draw the bow on this one, but I think we're going to have, you, would you be willing to come back and talk more about that in the future sure. about, yeah. about where, what are some of the things happening in that, right down that vein? Because I, I feel a lot of hope 
Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of, I think the time is right. Yeah. And uh, I, if you'd come back and talk more about that, maybe we could spend a, an episode maybe just even talking about that. Yeah, it's big. It's big, right? And there's so many ideas and thoughts that could pull pull into together to make that happen. Yeah, it's good. Good things are happening. Well, thanks so much, Amanda, for being here today. I appreciate you. And, uh, you know, I, it was crazy. I just had Dan Rude here. He goes home to four girls. <laughs> And you go home. You go home to to five boys. Like that's yeah, kinda, we're we're kind of empty nesters almost though. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, that changes a lot. But I, I see. I grew up. I had two. I had one brother, and I have now have two sons. Yeah. So I I can relate. <laughs> like I never had little girls at her house. So yep, yep. It's all good. They're starting to come. They're okay, starting to come. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks, John. Yeah. Thank you for joining us on the Love Your Neighbor podcast. The purpose of the Love Your Neighbor podcast is to build community one conversation at a time. You can help us build that community by sharing the podcast on your social media channels and rating our podcast on whatever platform you're listening from. Another way is to let us know of any neighbors who have a story. Go Leaks! Go Leaks!